0: Morning, everyone. I am Bryce Harper. I'm just kidding. But that's pretty exciting news, isn't it? Anyway, (laughs) so this morning, uh, we're going to get straight to it. Uh, We're going to play a game uh, with everyone. So uh, I'm sure some of us, or all of us in our lives, has played the game, the telephone game, most likely at school, right? So we're going to play a game of that now. I was going to have four teams, but because we're slightly thin on one side, so we're going to have two teams. So this team, you're going to go over and join this team. And this team, you're going to go over here. So you're going to start. Jen, you're going to start. Brianna, you're going to start, Okay, for each team. And then we'll finish off at the back. So Judy, you're going to be the last person for the team there. And Michael, you're going to be the last person for that team there. Now, for those of you who haven't been playing this game before, which is <laughs> for maybe few of you, but um, basically, this is go- you're going to pass along a sentence uh, along to your neighbor until it reaches the back um, and the last person, which J- Judy and Michael are going to be, um, and they're going to have to relay the message back to me uh, to ha- what they think they heard. Um, now, the only rule is that you're only allowed to whisper. You can't actually say it or shout it to the next person. You have to whisper it. Um, And the other rule is you only get one shot at it. You can't try and say it again, Okay, So it's going to end up a bit weird, but let's try it. So um, okay, Brianna, this is your sentence. Okay, Michael, can you come up here when, you, when you've got it? Judy, almost there. Okay, Judy, when you've got it, come straight up here. Okay, everyone. Clap once if you can hear me. Clap twice if you can hear me. Clap three times if you can hear me. Ah, oh, the joys of being a preschool teacher. <laughs> right, okay. So, Michael, what, what message did you receive? My name is Jamie Grimble, and I love Man United. No. Get off. I, no, similar, though. My name is uh, Jamie Grimble, and I'm a Brit who loves hearing my own... Oh, I love living in America, and I love hearing my own American accent. Pretty close, pretty close. So... What, what I actually said to them was, I love being a Brit in America. I get to hear everyone repeat what I say in their great British accent. <laughs> 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 that is my... <laughs> so, Judy, what did, you, what, did you, what did you get? What message did you get? Daddy says. Daddy says. <laughs> well, wow, that went weird. <laughs> 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 that went... So, so actually... This, this is, this is, <laughs> okay, that we can, bl- well, we won't put any blame on anyone, but what I, what I actually said was, my dance moves have been described as a blend of Beyonce and Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so we, w- so we were pretty close, pretty close. So, as you can, as you can see, listening Listening is a, is a tough job. We, we think we get the message, but if we don't listen, clearly the message gets mixed up or lost in translation. So, who here in their lives has not been listened to properly? Who here thought they, they weren't listened to, only to ha- or thought they were lis- listened to, but only to have what they said not understood? and completely misunder- and, uh, misinterpreted, right? I think that's all of us. So it's not just as adults uh, we're not listened to. Children totally are not listened to and are dismissed, and, bec- and this can, be carri- you know, can carry the baggage of being dismissed and not listened to through to adulthood. Um, we're about to go into our Lent series next week. Um, Lent is a time when we tend to give up something that if we consume too much of, Uh, such as chocolate, alcohol, uh, or social media. You know, we're going to be giving that up for 40 days. So we're going to be leaning into and improving and connecting with our spiritual lives. So here at Mosaic, over the next few Sundays uh, during Lent, folks here are going to be talking about meeting Jesus, specifically spiritual practices that will bring us closer in our relationship with Jesus, uh, but also with each other. So I'm here talking about listening. I have realized, especially since becoming a youth leader, husband, and father, that one of the areas in my life that I need to improve on is listening. Actually listening to people. To give people the space to speak and not interrupt them with my viewpoint. I have realized this because in recent months, I have been on the end of where people have actually listened to me and given me the space to hear my struggles out. Over the past year, I've been attending a father's group. Um, We get together and chat about our struggles, but also our successes as fathers. And we will spend some of the session where we pair up, and each person will spend 10 minutes just talking about something that's been troubling them with how they parent, Um, and the other person just has to listen, not say anything, not interrupt with a thought or a word of advice, but just let the person talk. We as humans love to identify with, connect with others, and this is an awesome capability, but sometimes in our haste to give someone our own life experience, we miss the mark, and worst case scenario, cause more damage. And this was something I was incredibly guilty of. I went to this father's group because I realized that some of my reactions to my son's behaviors were not good and starting to affect them. But because I was listened to and able to get these feelings out, I realized and had some powerful realizations that really healed a lot of psychological wounds that had been inflicted on me growing up. And it helped me uh, understand my reactions towards my sons. Talking with someone who cared gave me the chance to hear my own thoughts. And it was the beginning of healing me. So we tend to think of Jesus as someone who guided us to better lives by telling us parables or or doing good deeds. And we tend to miss one huge part of his ministry, and that is listening. We could look at so many stories where where it says Jesus just listened, letting the person make their own realizations. Listening affirms people. When we listen, we invite one another, sorry, when we listen, we invite another person to exist. Listening is so vital in improving our race relations, the Me Too movement, even with our children. So, kids, I mentioned earlier that we as adults don't tend to listen to you guys. So, how does it make you feel when you're not listened to, Olivia? Sorry, sad. Sad. How about How about you, James? How does it make you feel? Annoyed. Right. How about you, Wes? Disappointed. See? These are all feelings. When we've got so much to say, when people don't really hear us, we come away feeling even more bitter, even more sad. And that's reflected in kids. You know, kids are so important to be listened to. And we see this with Jesus. Jesus was in a huge crowd of people in Mark 10 where he was surrounded by noise and confusion and people just excited to meet him when he heard a blind beggar called Bartimus and listened to him. And Bartimus who had been ignored because of his blindness and because he was a beggar, and so therefore his social standing was completely, you know, dismissed. When Jesus actually stopped and heard him, it healed him. It strengthened him because it made him feel valid. This is what happens when we listen to people. People feel that they exist but also feel that they are valid. Listening also helps us untangle our own thoughts. You know, as we listen, we give people the opportunity to clarify their feelings. Jesus drew people out. Like the story in John 4, the woman, the Samaritan woman at the well, he just listened to her. As she processed her feelings, these feelings rose to the surface. Under the shame that she'd been hundi- hiding under. Because when we listen, we let people, under their own steam, get to the source of what's holding them back. This is huge because they do this themselves. Jesus enabled it with the we- well, but they actually do it themselves because they're able to process their thoughts, which actually has more of a healing process because it's them that are doing it. Listening isn't a gift. It takes practice. And I want to leave you with some ideas to help you on this journey. The first one is a simple one. It's just to pray each morning. Ask God to give you an ear and words that sustain others. Just that simple, w- that simple moment. Just pray to God to give you an ear and the words to sustain others. Secondly, remember Remember, listening isn't a passive activity. It's active. You know, it's easy to, when you're listening to someone to glaze over, think about what's for dinner, who's under the mask of the uh, mask singer. No. Look at that person in the eyes. This is where we connect. When you're talking to a child, when you're listening to a child, get down to their level. Meet them where they're at. You need to understand that person's frame of reference is different from your own from a start. We're all different, and our frame of references are different. We need to remember that. So constantly ask yourself what is this person saying to me? What do they mean? Thirdly, put aside yourself so it gives the other person space. Refrain from saying, oh, I know what you mean. Or account a similar thing that happened to you. Because even though it's nice to connect, people feel more secure if they just have space to vent. And lastly, now because I'm a middle child, I love to fix things. If anyone in my family is having a disagreement, it's always me that wants to fix things. And this is all right to some things, some things it's not, because instead of trying to fix the situation, we need to affirm the person. Like I said in our prayer in each morning, God will use us as an affirming channel of love, because the person will find security, and as a result, are much stronger than any advice because when the person unclogs their thoughts, it tends to go to the root, rather than papering over the cracks, like the woman at the well. And so, like I said, it takes practice. You will muck it up, but don't stop. At the end of each day, just go through the day. Just make a mental note of what happened through the day. Figure out where you didn't quite listen to that person, where your own agenda got in the way. And then also, just find a friend you can partner with. Take turns on listening and talking. And remember this. There was a fourth grade teacher, and she asked her class a simple question. What is listening? And after a few moments of silence, A little girl raised her hand and said, listening is wanting to hear. Let us pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for this community that we come together in these situations, together in church, in our small groups, in just one-on-one encounters that we can just really come together and strengthen each other. But Lord, I just ask that you come and give us the ears and the words to to hear each other, to really hear each other, to stop for a moment, to give the other person space where they can figure out what's going on without putting our agenda onto them without thinking we've got the point, but just to let that person speak that we can be more like Jesus in that action. And we just pray that when we're out and about in our social lives, that we can do the same, that we can really hear that the communities that are suffering, that are not listened to, that are spoken for, but are not really spoken for, that we can really hear what is affecting them, Lord, what's really troubling them. And through that listening, we can build a bridge and really affirm what they're fighting for, what their needs are. We ask all this in your name. Amen.